friends this is dave sharp i've got some friends here in the house with me make some noise say hello to everybody come on louder, louder. hopefully we blew some eardrums out on that one my friends uh we are at a mastermind a legendary marketer mastermind we're here in orlando florida and it's a pleasure to have you kind of you know listening in in such a creepy way uh as we're talking here uh at home in your computers probably still in your underwear aren't you or do you even have underwear on we'll never know and that's the beauty of internet marketing give internet marketing a round of applause you can be in your underwear okay you can be naked booty on your couch if you want to be. It's kind of weird, kind of gross. I mean, hopefully you have a leather couch you can wipe it off after. You know, but what are you going to do? Um, so we were just talking, and basically what we're going to be doing this morning is continuing to train and teach on a couple of things that are really important that th these folks came here to learn about. And, uh, and we're going to let you listen in, okay? So you're going to be a fly on the wall, but only for an hour because that's really all you didn't pay for, okay? <laughs> oh, my friends, this is not a comedy show, but I try my best. I do one show a day. It's called Wake Up Legendary, and we're on it live right now. I've been really into watching the Comedy Central roasts lately. Has anybody ever watched any of those? Oh, my gosh. You want to talk about thickening your skin? Pretend and imagine that you were one of those people up there getting roasted and you will realize that life is just um, too short. And if you take yourself too seriously, well, nobody else will. And that's a huge lesson about life and creating content on the Internet. Um, so back to what we were talking about, my friends on the Internet and out in the interwebs out there sitting on your couches naked. Um, we were talking about the cash flow quadrant because I had asked how many of our guests here uh, had uh, read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and um, damn near everybody in the room raised their hand as they should, okay, as they should. Don't want to be the only one who didn't read it, okay? But, of course, there are people in the room who didn't read it. That's okay because we're going to give you the most important lesson here this morning, which is this concept about the cash flow quadrant. And why, if you're in your first three to six months or 2024, as I told all of you, you should be putting in more work over the next 12 months than you've ever put into anything in your entire life, because you're going to be taking the journey from employee to self-employed, which we learned and realized and remembered that the difference between employee and self-employed is that, as my man here said, one, you sign the checks on the back, and the other, you sign your own check. Let's be very clear. Your own check on the front, not somebody else's check yet, okay? So really, uh, the example that I gave is if somebody left the, the spa, they said, I want to be a massage, um, uh, a masseuse, and uh, now all of a sudden, they had to hand out their business cards, and they had to go and show up and give the massages. Most likely, they don't even have their own building at first. And so if they don't show up, they don't get paid, right? And so a lot of times we start a business. I've seen lots of my friends do it. How many of you have started a business and weren't able to get out of this self-employed seat? Yeah. I've seen a couple of my buddies, and I'm going to tell you one of the most miserable ways to do this is in Florida here. 
lawn care. I'm going to tell you something. I don't know how y'all do it up in Nebraska, Indiana, New York, where it's a little bit cooler. I guess you only work half of the year or something because it's so dadgum cold. The grass doesn't grow. Snow removal. Oh, my God. That's just as bad, right? Holy shit. I don't know whether I'd rather be hot or cold. You know, I guess now I'm, I'm accustomed to the heat. I just sweat it out. But, um, okay. So, yes, I've seen a lot of my friends... And they started their businesses, and they are so prideful. They're like, well, at least I own my own business. But son of a gun, you're working harder and making less than when you were working for somebody else, right? And so that's what we hear a lot of times in or read on the memes on the internet, right, is the difference between an entrepreneur is that you work uh, 40 hours a week for somebody else, but an entrepreneur will work 80 hours a week for themselves. Well, that only the novelty of that wears off after a while, doesn't it, right? Doesn't it, Derek, right? Our farm, Derek, the farmer, anybody seen his content out there on the internet? Give him a round of applause, everybody. You're gonna hear about it. Somebody asked me last night about saturation. See, it's clearly a myth. Who was it that asked me about saturation? I think it was Caroline's friend. It's clearly a myth, right? Because even people inside of this community haven't heard of everybody, right? Um, so back to this. So the difference between self-employed, the next category is B for business owners. And what a business owner is, as we've identified, is now you have people in systems working for you. And now let's take the lawn service business. What would that look like, right? What would it, what would it look like in order to be a business owner of a lawn service company? Let's give some of my buddies out there, maybe they're listening in, right, as they're on their mowers. Um, what would that, what would it take to create a business owner environment for them versus a self-employed? Hmm? Huh? Fire. Yeah, but maybe they got clients and they can't serve them all. Hire employees, right? Equipment, right? Equipment, an onboarding process that you can hand to somebody else that they can do, a system that you develop that you can hand somebody else. How is that relevant to you all? Well, Derek, who you're going to hear from, runs a massive farm in North Carolina and recently had so many people emailing and so many people who were contacting him that he had to hire a, um, a marketing agency or assistant to help him out. Now, the problem with hiring people if you don't have a system is now you're both just looking at each other and you're frustrated that they're not doing what you think they should be doing, but they don't know what the hell they should be doing because you haven't given them enough clarity or a dadgum system to follow. Why does McDonald's work so well? Because no matter where you go in the world, that burger tastes exactly the same. It's the same bun. It's the same burger. It was the same. It's usually even the same napkins. Everything's the same, right? And so how does that relate to us? Well, we need to create systems. Sometimes we're overthinking. A lot of times you all are doing too much. You ever heard that? Doing too much. Sir, you are doing too much. Okay. You don't need to do all that, ma'am. Uh, you are doing too much. Okay. With all that you got going on there. 
right? Well, most of us are doing too much inside of our business. What does that mean? You're thinking that you need to be the most educational, the most entertaining. You think that your content needs to be so good that you spend so much time thinking about a video when really you're not even going to get good until you've you filmed a few hundred videos. I mean, do you think that I just wake up like I did this morning, roll out of bed, take a shower, have a cup of coffee, come down here and just start talking because I just started doing this? I've been doing this for 13 years. Don't compare my year 13 with your day 13. And I still throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. So I need to really, I need to focus more on systems and less on everything being so great at the beginning. Part of your perfectionism is because you want to make the best burger in the world. And is McDonald's have the best burger in the world? My God, is it even a burger? Is it even real meat? We don't know. But we eat it, don't we, you nasty bastards? We eat it, right? Yeah, my man's like, hell yeah. I like mine with a Coke, too. Ah, right? Extra salt on the fries. I don't ask him to put it on. I put it on myself because I want to make sure it goes on. Right? That's why my family has cardiac issues, you know, <laughs> artery issues and shit. Got it from my daddy. Um, so it doesn't have to be the best systematized, consistent, the same every time, just like we're live here. We're live here because we wouldn't dare miss a day. And it just so happens that now after doing 800 and what are we at now, Jalen? Are we at, did, have we hit 850? I'm saying 850. Is that a So that's not a fishtail. Okay. All right. So we're at eight. Eight, think about that. 850 episodes of this damn thing. Thank you. My, it's like a golf clap. <laughs> but now, because we're doing it, because we're on a roll, because it wasn't perfect, because it didn't need to be perfect, now we're streaming from an event. It looks really cool, right? They're like, damn, like, this is legit, right? They're, they're at an event, right? It looks... Really cool. If you're looking in, if you're here, you're like, eh. It's like meet, meeting your hero in person and being disappointed. Now, that's just self-deprecating humor. I know. I know. Um, so the beautiful thing is this, is, this this journey is the big journey. The beautiful thing is, is now, which I'm going to talk about, either later today or tomorrow, whenever my next segment is, which I don't know, I've lost my damn pen again. Thank you. Thank you. The beautiful thing is, which I'm going to talk about this, either later today or tomorrow, before I do, let me ask you, like a teacher, that's what makes a teacher good, is that you get the audience involved and you just don't talk to people. How many, do we, how many teachers do we have in the room? Oh, let's give him a round of applause. The best of what America has to offer. A great teacher is someone who knows the answer but gets the audience involved. That's a little tip for when you go live, right? That's a little tip for when you're speaking in front of a crowd, right? It's hard, 
It's hard to pause. It's hard to ask. But we're here to learn, not just to watch me or the speakers up here, but to learn how to do this better. When you go live, many of you haven't gone live yet because you don't know how to, you know, you're afraid of being engaging. You're afraid. Well, you could just really get on and just ask the audience questions the entire time and it'd be a great live for them. That's what I mean, the difference between overthinking it. You think you need to have an hour's worth of content to talk about. But the smartest thing that I ever did in content creation was go from talking at people the entire time to just asking them questions the whole time. And then from their answers, as you notice on Wake Up Legendary, I get things to talk about. I get reasons. And we got to do it just for the Wake Up Legendary people. I bought seven hats, okay? Boom, right? You get stuff. You get stuff. So throw it to me. Oh, you're fine. You were trying to be nice. I know, but um, you get things to talk about. They give you content. Your audience gives you content when you're asking questions. And so, um, so that was one of the smartest things that I ever did was I went from speaking at people to asking questions, right? and asking questions of my audience and inviting other people on to talk with me instead of just talking at people. But what is this lower category right here? Anybody know? Anybody remember? Somebody said it earlier. What is it? Are you sure? How sure? Okay, you're right. All right, investor. Now, the cool thing is, and this is what I hope is going to be one of the biggest things that you take away this weekend is that how many of you want to begin to build wealth now, not just get not just pay bills, not just have a little extra money, but begin to build wealth now. Everybody should want to build wealth, right? Well, the wealth doesn't mean that you suddenly have a billion dollars. Building wealth means that you have something to show for your work. I'm going to say that again. Wealth means you have something to show for your work. So later today or whenever my next segment is, again, you all can look at your itinerary and figure out where it is. I, I don't remember. Um, I only uh, find out these things about five minutes before I actually go live. Um, I'm going to show you some of the things that I've done to build wealth, right? Some of the things that I've done to be able to have no debt, right? Which are pretty obvious, right? Pay things off, right? It's not like super, actually the majority of stuff that I'm gonna talk to you about in terms of building wealth is gonna be so simple that you can start doing it today. Start doing it right away, right? And so the seek, the real secret will be being disciplined enough to take a portion of this money that you start to create when you start running your business like a business, because as long as it's self-employed, you're probably not going to be making enough. As long as you're in the mindset of, I need to do all the work, this is a grind, and I'm working so hard. Why? Because most people quit. They're just, they don't understand the long game. And this, this game right here of going from self-employed to being a business owner could take three months. It could take six months. It could take 12 months. If you do it, really do it, it should not take more than 12 months. And the reason why is, is because 
as you're doing this, you're creating a library of content. You're creating a library of emails. You're creating a library of ads. You're creating a library, a body of work, as I like to call it. And the cool thing about 2023 and 2024 is, is that nobody remembers what you posted two hours ago, let alone two months ago. So you can reuse and repurpose a lot of that content. So that's, huh? That's a hat throw right there. So during this time, maybe it's three, maybe it's six, maybe it's 12, maybe it takes all of 2024. How would you like to be in a completely different situation to where you're sitting here next year and this time, maybe at this mastermind, and you've made 120, each of these speakers that are going to be speaking this weekend, I asked them all on purpose, besides Caroline and Becca. How many of you know who Caroline and Becca is? Okay, very popular, very popular. Okay, yeah. Some of these other cats who are going to be speaking, they're up and coming more, right? Not as successful, not as popular on the internet. And I do, they are not just popular. They are cool and deserve their popularity. And they're going to be delivering some amazing content and training to you that we actually gave them. I think we gave them two slots, okay? Because they are going to be doing so much and giving you all so much um, around uh, their process on how they've been able to create success. But I asked every single person last night, at least four of the speakers who are going to be speaking this weekend, I said, is this your first time having any success with internet marketing or, or, or on the internet? Yes. And each one of them had, um, has made, you know, I well, I'm giving away three rings this weekend and a ring is a six, you've made six figures. Okay. And so, yeah, I'm going to be giving away three rings to three of our speakers, the six figure club ring. Um, and they've all been doing it for less than 12 months. That's the punchline. Now, if you look at somebody like Caroline, somebody like Becca, even Chelsea, who we had at the last mastermind, I mean, those are some examples of what really is possible if, you know, you really, really get serious about mastering your craft. And that is what they've done. This is not just a hobby to them. They've mastered this craft. But one thing that we all need to work on, and I'm really excited about this. I want to go back to this for a second. Because one of the things that really makes this business, in terms of this business owner, one thing that makes you a business owner, we've already identified, is people, okay? People. Now, what does people mean? Might mean a virtual assistant. Might mean a marketing assistant. Might mean, um, it might even mean people who are sharing your content, your audience. That The cool thing about affiliate marketing and, and, and the core four business models that we teach, you can actually have people who are like employees, who are like your sales force, who are sharing your content out there on the internet, and they don't even work for you. Plat that's, that's platinum. Think about that for a second. The algorithm, that's kind of like a person, but let's not get too weird. That's more of a system, okay? And I want to talk about systems here for a second. The algorithm is considered a system, okay? 
Um, what else is considered a system that you use and have working for you inside of your business? Autoresponder? Yeah, email, right? Email marketing. Your funnels. Many chat. That's what else? Anything else that you can think of? Not a trick question. Yes. Video. Video. Just to pause here for a second on video. And then I want to come back to how video and email marketing, how to get the, how to understand the leverage that they provide you to hopefully give you some motivation. Who said that they wanted to come here for motivation? Yeah. Well, we don't want to motivate you by rah-rahing you and getting you all pumped up and everybody make your move and jump up and down. Cue the Tony Robbins music. That's my boy. I like Tony. I like Tony. Unfortunately, when I went to Tony, I was all excited. But when I left, I didn't really know what to do. I was just ready to run into a brick wall, right? And again, I love Tony. I like Tony, okay? What we want to do is motivate you because you understand what the hell you're doing. And when you're not doing it, you feel silly and stupid for not taking advantage of the opportunity. So let's talk about video for a second. I can remember, now here I go, okay, grandpa up here. Back in my day when I started 13 years ago, it's true though. I had to film a video both ways, uphill, in the snow, barefoot. No, I'm just joking. But we did not have TikTok. We did not have reels. We did not have some of the, we did not have the ability to create a 30 second video that you just film a, some simple little B-roll of you, you know, sitting there typing on your computer with a little bit of text on the screen and get a million freaking, God, a million people to watch it. We didn't have that. Right? MySpace. We did have that. And it was shameful. It was very, very shameful. I can remember sitting there, you know, in my perfectionism, what am I going to make my, my theme song for my page? Oh, my God. Wow. Those were the days. That's like a part of your life you just want to, like, erase. You want to delete that. So what we did have, though, was video. And video worked the same way. We were using YouTube. We were using, um, we were using sales videos. We were, we were using a lot of the same things that we were using. Now, there's just different platforms. And, oh, by the way, there's always going to be new platforms. But the bottom line is if you get good on video, it won't matter what the platform is. That should be motivation. Friends, it's not about figuring out TikTok. It's not about figuring out Instagram. It's getting comfortable on camera. Getting comfortable on camera is a high, high, high income skill. It's 2023, about to be 2024. We're not going back to the office. I mean, what we're even doing right now, I mean, this belly to belly shit where I can see you and touch you, this is weird, isn't it? I mean, it's weird. Real humans. Ew. I know. Ugh. Don't breathe on me. You know? Pandemic changed everything. It really did. It really did. We were already moving in the direction of 
video, Zoom, web conferencing, social media, all that stuff was already popular. But we were still kind of like those of us who were using it, we're still kind of like scammers, right? What are they doing? Who does he think he is? You know, posting videos online. What's he think he's Tom Cruise? You know, <laughs> she thinks she's, you know, who she thinks she is, a movie star, <laughs> you know. And now during the pandemic, they were like, hey, Dave, you know, can I, you still doing that online thing? <laughs> you know, all of a sudden, everybody needed to make money from home, right? And that's one of the reasons why Legendary got successful, as successful as it is now, was because everybody realizes, I have to learn these skills. And damn it, I'm not learning them in college. I didn't learn them at my job. I mean, I have people who apply for jobs at Legendary, and they have marketing degrees, and I don't know from where or what they learned there, but it's not the marketing that works, right? It's like going on and doing graphic design and, I hate to break it to you, but I mean, I'm an ex-construction worker who's very technically challenged, and I just made a Christmas card invitation, a really cool one for free, right on Canva. <laughs> Sorry. What does pay, though, is communicating with people through video, the same way that I would be communicating with you right here, right now, but the cool thing about it is you don't have to be here dressed you could be at home naked on your couch watching me right which is really what we'd rather be doing so give yourselves a round of applause for actually being here okay putting on pants good job so video video is one of the systems that is so powerful and look friends If we look into the future, if I get out my crystal ball, it's there's going to be something else. There's going to be a platform that's hotter than TikTok. TikTok is going to get banned in the United States. You know, Instagram, Facebook, hot, not. You remember, ladies, when Facebook wasn't that hot and Instagram wasn't that cool? It was all about TikTok just a couple of years ago. And now all of a sudden it's all about Instagram. Right? Because, I mean, TikTok was the wild, wild west there for a little while. You post whatever you wanted on there. And then, you know, the government started being like, we're kicking this shit out of the country. And they were like, all right, we got to ban everybody. Everybody's got to stop. Okay. You know. <laughs> and that's how every platform works. Every platform, when they first launch, it's the wild, wild west until there's enough attention that they have to begin to regulate it. As a matter of fact, if we talk about business on the previous Business, business owners, that's, they, they know that's how every industry works as well. Every industry is the wild, wild west until it gets big enough that it has to be regulated. Well, guess what? This industry is still the wild, wild west. People still haven't figured out what we're doing, how we're doing it. They just think we're all a bunch of scammers. That's why people say things like that, because it's not... It, they, the masses don't understand it yet. The only thing that they understand is this. And they think that being a business owner is this. That's why they say, if you could just support my business on Facebook. Well, if you're a business owner, you actually don't want your friends and family buying from you because you don't want to have to deal with their issues and have them calling you at 11 o'clock at night feeling entitled for your time. Can I get an amen? amen? 
Brother Dave up here on stage. Altar call. Come on up here and I'll pray over you. That's on Sunday. <laughs> oh, amen. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, video, 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 video. You're going to get over that fear of video. You're already over it, right? Come on, let me pray, lay hands on you real quick. Hold on. <laughs> Hit it right in the head, right? Get that demon out of you. Get that fear demon. Um, bring the holy water up. Um, you're, you're really already over it, though. And uh, when you're nervous about something, really, there's a powerful way to reframe that, which is, I really care about this. You know, I really care about this or else I wouldn't be nervous. You know, it's all about perspective. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about email marketing here as well, because that's about perspective as well. And how many times you're emailing and what you're emailing about. Okay. Um, but video is all about, it's all about how you, how you choose to look at it, right? How you choose to see what you're doing, um, how much emphasis you're putting on, you know, everybody's reaction, you know, how much emphasis you're putting on what other people think, right? Which we all struggle with that. That's not a, a unique challenge to you, right? But this is a business. It's not personal. And for most of you, you'd be, you'd be greatly behooved by just eliminating all of your friends and family out of your business profiles and just keeping it completely separate and stop explaining, stop feeling like you need to explain yourself to anybody and just do your thing, right? Just do your thing because you don't owe anybody an explanation. And it's not until you really own that and realize that you deserve success and that everybody else's opinion of you is truly insignificant. Not only is it insignificant right now, but they will have forgotten what they said about you just within probably a few hours, if not a few days. But what is even more troubling is that I know we all want legacy. I know we're all thinking that everything that we post on the internet is going to be is going to be in a monument for all to see, for generations to come. But the truth of the matter is, the shit that you post on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram today is going to be as forgotten as freaking MySpace is. And the theme song and all the work that you put into making your stupid page look cool. I said it. Because I did the same thing. And that's like, oh my God, am I that insignificant? No, you're not. That's just how the world works. That's just how the world works. The world does not care. The, the world eats us up and spits us out. The, the, this, the, we have a glimpse of a, a freckle on the pimple of a gnat's ass of time that we have to be able to make our mark and live our lives. But you're not really making your mark on other people. What you're really doing is you're making your mark and claiming your slice of the pie. This is one of the things that I learned about being clean and sober in recovery, which I've been in for 13 years, this process. Thank you. Is that the way to get clean is to get honest and to ask for help, right? 
The way to stay clean is to help others, right? But it's not really, it doesn't matter whether they really get the help or not. I know, stay with me, because by helping them, what I'm doing is helping myself stay clean. Does this make sense? So I can't control whether somebody else stays clean. I can be there to take their calls. I can call to check in on them. I can sponsor them. I can go to meetings and share. I can go into institutions, which I've, I've done for a long time, and, and share my experience, my strength, my hope to these people, my story about getting clean and staying clean. But most likely, this is my experience, it's a cold world. The majority of them don't stay clean. But guess who did stay clean? Me. Yeah. Now I say that, stick with me with the point here though. The point is, is that oftentimes we, we roll into this creating video, which is a huge part of the business, okay? Creating video, which is a huge part of our systems, and we think that it's just such this big deal that we help people and that we, but what really you're missing is helping yourself. That's the most important. That's the only thing that you can guarantee. You can't, can't guarantee, just like I can't guarantee when I go into a treatment center, that anybody's even going to hear my message, that anybody's even going to care about my story. But what I'm doing when I leave there is I'm filled with, you know, self-esteem, and I'm filled with motivation to stay clean another day because I get inspired by my own story, by hearing my own. Fuck, I did that, son of a bitch. Yeah, life was hard. I have overcome a lot of shit. It's the same thing with creating video. Some will, some won't. Who cares? Who's next? I feel better. I feel good about what I did. And guess what? Some will. Don't forget the some will, some won't, who cares who's next. Because I can't get too caught up on the people who do, and I can't get too caught up on the people who don't. I just need to remember that I'm doing this for me. And every single one of you may leave here and do absolutely nothing. And if I allow how I feel to be based on what you do with this information, I might end up feeling pretty shitty about myself. That's the honest truth. Do you know how many people have taken my courses, have gone through things in the past over 13 years? A lot. Hundreds of thousands, if not over a million. I mean, just in legendary, the amount of people that have taken the 15-day challenge is unbelievable. It's 28 to 35,000 a month. How many of the, I mean, look at how many are here in this room. We do have a lot of success stories in our community, and there's many that we can't track that are using it in other avenues and other niches with other business models. But the amount of success compared to the amount of people who have actually gone through and, and had access to the information is really pretty insignificant. That's life. How many people sign up for a gym membership and never go? So I cannot put my eggs in what people do with that basket, you know? They may take the basket and run. They may spit in it. They may shit in it. They may kick it. They may say it's not, it sucks. But at the end of the day, I will get paid. I will feel better about myself. I will create confidence when I do it. 
So I have to stop putting. Now, here's another thing. Let's talk about email marketing. Okay. Email marketing is one of those things to where our biggest challenge is feeling like we're bothering people from sending too many emails. Right? It's like, I don't want to send too many emails. I don't want to bother them. Am I sending too many? Am I sending too few? Some of us don't send any at all. It's just like, well, they're kind of there. I'll get to them, right? Here's the problem. And this is what I was talking to some of our speakers last night about, is that email marketing is a major part of your systems, okay? What makes you have an actual business or be a business owner versus being somebody that's just self-employed doing this? It's a huge part because think about how automated and ridiculous and, and just unbelievable it is to be having both a video that's playing perfectly exactly how you said it and recorded it as many times as people will watch it. That's one of the reasons that I love doing video because I hate doing one-on-one -on -one presentations. This shit is hard. It's exhausting. I don't know if I'll be as good tomorrow. I might not be as fresh. I don't know. I mean, wake up legendary. I only got, you know, sometimes I only got one show a day in me. It's like, thank God, right? Because it's like, damn, maybe I'm sick. Maybe I'm not feeling good. Maybe, right? So video, I can film it once and it gets, just think about this. It's just, it's stupid. It's such high leverage. And I don't care what business you're in, if you're not selling using video, and what I mean by that is, think about how you all got here. This is a great example. You watched a sales video there on day five. I know exactly how you got here because I created the marketing system. And the fact that we'll have done 60 or 70 million this year proves that it works. Yeah, golf clap again. Thank you, the one person that thinks it's impressive. No, I'm just playing. Pause show, coffee break. You got here because you watched a presentation that I filmed one time. And I edited it to make sure that it was so perfect in every single part. I mean, not perfect, perfect, but good enough to convert. And that baby plays every day, all day, and it never fails. It never calls in sick. It never complains. It never complains about its pay. It never says, I want to be paid more. I'm not being paid enough. I mean, only if more people are watching it, the hosting company calls us and says, we're going to raise your hosting bill just a little bit. And I go, that's great because we're making lots more money because more people are watching. And I recorded that back in 2018, it's 2023. I recorded that con challenge content in 2018, it's 2023. That's how powerful video is. That's been watched millions of times. It's converted tens of millions, over a hundred million dollars in sales. And the reason why it works so well is because I recorded it to make sure that it works well. Edited, took 10 or 11 years of experience or whatever I had at that time, maybe it was nine something, and I 
made sure that every part of it was, 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 was what it needed to be. And then I published it and we use it every single day. And every single one of you know what I'm talking about because you watched it and made a decision to buy. That's how powerful video is. Video is powerful when you're trying to convert a sale. And that's what I mean by if you're a business owner and you're not using video to do your sales presentation, you're probably losing sales because there's, there's days that you're not going to feel like selling. There's days that you're not going to be as good. But whether I had a... Um, whether I had a, I was selling a digital product or whether I was selling a roof, I would sell via video. I would sell via video because then somebody could watch it in the comfort of their own home without being pressured. They, they, they go into it thinking that they're watching an educational video and they are with a pitch at the end. And that's what all the web classes and the master classes and the videos and the every single thing that you think you're getting for free that companies with great marketing are sending you has some sort of a pitch somewhere weaved into it. That's how powerful videos, not even to mention the fact that I can drive hundreds of thousands of visitors, millions, countless amounts of people into my sales funnel to see my product by just posting simple free little videos and in turn if i set things up correctly the way that we teach you to set them up here at legendary i can have an email list like some of our speakers of 60,000 70,000 100,000 people on my email list now, what is so powerful and what, what makes an email list part of that business system, right? Well, again, automation, right? The fact that you can send it or set it up to send an email every 24 hours, as many as you want. How many of you have, you know, emailed people individually or, or, or pulled up your Gmail and put everybody's name in there in your Gmail, like, okay, Sally, Dan, you know, and then you got 13 people in the Gmail and it's like, now it's all this clusterfuck of people who are, you know, responding back and it's like a group thread and it's like, holy shit. That's the, I mean, this is what I used to do when I was doing network marketing and also construction back in the day. When at first I, I handed out business cards. I haven't had a business card in 13 years. I don't need one. I don't need, we, I mean, we have enough customers because we know how to get them online. But I used to hand out business cards. I used to, how you doing? I used to hand out business cards. I used to, then I got smart. I said, fuck this. I'm not handing them out anymore. I'm going to collect them, okay? I'm going to make sure I got their information, right? And then I would cold call. You know how miserable that is? Hey, it's David. Remember when I met you um, at that party? Hmm. Doesn't ring a bell, right? You hear that enough. It's like, son of a gun. Cold calling leads, basically, right? And I have a box still of, of business cards that I keep just to remind me of that pain at home. I bust it out every once in a while. It's a prop on videos, right, and on lives. What else is the benefit to email marketing? And I'm alluding to it here with this analogy and example that I'm giving you right now of what I used to do. Constant 
Yeah. I can blast everybody at one time. One to many, right? One to many. So with the automation, I can set up my auto responder, right? These are the messages that go out when somebody first subscribes to your email list. You set up an autoresponder series. How many of you have an email autoresponder series set up that when they opt in, they get a series of emails? How long is your autoresponder series? Three days, a week. How long? Years over a month, okay? Why isn't it a year? Why isn't it two years? Why wouldn't you want that? Rhetorical. Just asking for you to think about it. Most of us, if we do write a couple of emails, you're right. It's three, it's seven, it's ten. And then they go and they just sit there and we just pay for them to be on our list. They're taking up space. You should want people off your list. You should be emailing so much that people are unsubscribing or every few months, and you should live by this with email marketing. Email them until they buy, die, or unsubscribe. You can be a gentle, kind, and caring person with a very aggressive marketing strategy. Okay, That still makes you a kind and gentle person. People will actually respect you more. When you're aggressive, when you're squeezing every dropout, when you're making the most out of your business, when you're showing up in front of them, do you know they want to hear from you every day? And if they don't, they'll unsubscribe. Here's the problem that happens with email, okay? How many of you use, for example, AWeber? Okay? Yeah? Just a couple? Okay. Well, whatever you use, the point here is they all, all of the, all of the, Companies work the same way. So AWeber, okay, um, they, how many emails do you think a company like AWeber sends every day? Oh, that's not even a freckle on the pimple of a gnat's ass of what they send every day. Probably, probably a billion. I mean, probably, you know. I, I can't even begin to fathom. So here's how they work. Let me help you understand how they work and why you should be emailing every single day and have a strategy to be emailing every single day. If you're doing strictly affiliate marketing and that is your business, you're building an email list or you're even selling digital courses, digital products, combining the core four business models, you should be emailing every single day. Here's why. is because... AWeber has a good set of servers and a bad set of servers. Okay, how many of you know what a server is? It's not what brought you your burger last night. It's a, look, who gives a fuck what it is? I don't even know what it is. It's a bunch <laughs> of computers. It's a bunch of technical stuff. I, it's a big bunch of computers that host websites and emails and shit like that. And honestly, you don't even need to understand what it is in order to be successful at this. Does anybody know actually what a server is in this room? What is it? Give us the simple definition. Just 
She can't explain it either, folks. It doesn't matter. And she knows what it is, exactly what it is. It is a it is a huge set of computers that host your website and that host Aweber and their emails. They, they have to send those from a server, okay? And those servers, I love showing you all how technically ignorant I am because it reminds you that you don't have to be a technical genius. I still haven't even synced up my, you know, uh, you know, Apple calendar on my phone to my damn computer. It's always doing crazy shit. So when you're, when you're emailing all the time and your subscribers hear from you and they get, and they, and they're familiar with hearing from you and, and they like hearing from you and they, they know most importantly, they know why you're emailing them. Because they, you remember subscribing to the list. They don't mark you as spam. Does this make sense? If you don't ever email them, and all of a sudden, you show up and you're like, I think I'm going to email my list today. You know, Kind of like not being the person who's worth the money that you would be paying an employee. Right? I think I'm going to just do this because eh, it's kind of seems like a good idea. I heard somebody talking about it. Well, now all of a sudden you send an email out and 10% of your list says, who the hell is this person? Spam. You just went, you were happy. You went from being over because they put everybody on the good side first of the servers. And the benefit of being in with the good servers is, is that you actually land in the inbox and not in spam, not in the junk folder. Now, all of a sudden, when you email and everybody says spam, 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 because I don't remember who the hell this person is and I don't know why the hell they're emailing me. Now, all of a sudden, a Weber, whoever it is, says, oh, this person's damaging our reputation. And that's everything in the internet marketing world in terms of even, you know, all the, all the big, um, you know, Google, Yahoo, uh, who, who else has uh, 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 something besides Gmail? I, I don't even know. Yeah, what is it? Okay, Hotmail, ProtonMail, Outlook, you know. Huh? America. Roadrunner. <laughs> AOL. <laughs> all right. Anyways, those companies have all the power. They have all the power. You have to understand the game that we're playing and who we're trying to please. Ultimately, we're trying to please A. Weber, but A. Weber's trying to please Google. And that's why Google has so much power. Because not only do they control all of our search results and what websites get put up higher on the search pages, who comes up first, second, and third, they also control a lot of the advertising, right, on Google, but they also control who lands in the inbox and who lands in the spam folder or the promotions folder. And how they determine that a lot of times is the quality of the server that it's getting sent from and what the reputation is of that server. Because every, every server has a score.
just like every website has a score as well. It has an authority score out there. That's how you get ranked. Okay, I know enough to be dangerous. Well, if suddenly you have all of your people because you never email them, mark you as spam, well, a Weber, not Google, a Weber is going to move you over to the bad server. Okay? And they're going to say, we're not going to have you continuing to stay over here on our good servers with, you know, our best companies. The companies that people, I mean, because if you get an email from, you know, I don't know, like, where do you shop? Like Target or American Eagle or something like that. You remember that you bought something from there and you kind of understand why you're getting that email. You're not particularly going to mark that as spam. You might unsubscribe. But if they don't remember you, they're going to move you. A Weber is going to move you or Get Response or whoever you use is going to move you over to this bad server. And you are going to start landing inside of the spam folder. They aren't even going to have to mark you spam. Google is just going to put you in spam. Does this make sense? So all of that work that you did of filming those videos and building that list is going to become diminished. This is the opposite of how you build powerful systems. So what's the point? The point is, is that when you build these systems, use them. You, you, it, it's sort of like recovery and sobriety. If you don't use it, you, you lose it, right? If, it's like riding a bike. If you don't use it, you lose it. This business is the same way. In order to have systems, in order to, to move to this place, you have to be aggressively using them, regardless of how you feel. And the algorithms are the same way. That's part of our, of, of our, you know, it's part of our systems. The algorithm, if you stop posting videos on TikTok or Instagram, they look at you the same way. Who is this person that suddenly wants to show up to the party? Oh, and you want front row seats? No, they put your ass way down. They don't show you to a lot of people because you don't have the reputation in the history of people liking your stuff. They don't just push your videos out to more audiences because people liked that one video. They push your stuff out because you have a track record in a history of people liking your videos. Oh, and they like this video too. So if you don't use it, you will lose it all the time that you're sitting, waiting, posting a video here or there, sending an email here or there. You're not building your business. You're crashing your business. You're wrecking your business. Because of the way that these platforms work and operate. It's, it's, it's every business has this. If I don't have burgers, yes, it's a risk. I'm McDonald's. I don't want to order the burgers and the food until people start walking through the door, though. So imagine... Okay, hello. Hey, guys, let's go up to McDonald's. Okay, we're here. Yes, we'd like a Big Mac. Okay, we're going to go and call them to bring the Big Macs here right now. Hold on a second. What the fuck? You're going to go, really? What are you talking about? Every business has to take the risk to put, unfortunately for you, you don't have to buy inventory. You don't have to put out a bunch of money in order to have a bunch of products sitting there. 
It's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a no brainer. If you really understand what we have to do and what we don't have to do. And also, as you begin to understand how the systems work and the platforms, how they start to work against you, if you're not using them. And that goes with email and it goes back to our feelings and how we're feeling about not wanting to bother people or is this email good or not? Send it anyways. They'll tell you whether it's good. You don't, I can't tell you whether it's good. You can't tell you whether it's good. They will tell you whether it's good. Your audience will tell you whether it's good. Your subscribers will tell you whether it's good. They're the only ones. Nobody else's opinion should matter. And that's the sort of flawed thinking and misunderstanding about hiring coaches. There's way too many success coaches out there who tell you that they're the ones who can help you to have success when they're really not. Because they, what they think about your content or your business or your coaching program or your product, or your emails, doesn't actually matter. Why doesn't it matter? Because they're not paying you. You're paying them. The only people whose opinion matters is those who vote with their wallet. Am I making sense? I'm being a little overdramatic because I want to drive this point home. My friends, wake up legendary. Okay. We know you're still there, just kind of looking in, being creepy and stuff, just kind of hanging out, right? We see you. We know you're still there, sitting on your couch naked. We know. We know you're there. We hope you're enjoying this, and we hope that being able to listen in gives you some motivation to uh, maybe be at a future mastermind, right? Because this is a place to where we can grow and can hear other people's experience. And we're about to do that here as we take a break here in a few moments. We're going to get our first speaker up here and, and uh, we're going to begin or continue the, the learning process and hear how some of these other marketers in our community have applied some of these strategies. And you won't just get to hear them on the computer like you are right now at home, um, but you're going to get to hear them and see them right here and see that they're real people, see that they're you know, amazing, talented, wonderful, powerful, and no different than the potential that everybody else has in this room. And that is one of the real benefits of coming to an event is that you actually get to take people down off a pedestal a little bit and realize that, hey, you know what? This person isn't so different than I am. Maybe they look a little bit different, but they had to overcome all of the same challenges and fears that I had to overcome. They had to overcome all of the same limiting beliefs or some of the same limiting beliefs that I had to overcome. And that's in, in just seeing somebody in the flesh can be powerful. Hey, if they can do it, I can do it. You know, so we hope that you can make it to one of our future masterminds for real. All joking aside, we know that the couch is comfortable. We know that it's safe being at home, right? And it's comfortable being at home, but sometimes coming out is one of the most powerful ways to get out of your comfort zone. So let's say goodbye to our friends, everybody. Wave, make some noise. Give them a huge round of applause. That's right. Make some noise for them. Say goodbye. We'll see you on Monday. For another episode, we'll be back same place, same time. Well, hold on a second. Not same place. Same time. All right? Get out of here. Peace.